Hello, everyone, and welcome fellow piercers and piercing enthusiasts to Real Talk, a piercing podcast from the minds of piercing professionals on the body modification industry and culture. Each episode, we will center on a common theme with a guest. We will cover topics including things such as piercing methods, industry topics, jewelry, and trends. I'm your host, Will Von Doom, a professional body piercer and proud member of the Association of Professional Piercers. So let's get straight to the point and dive into this week's topic. In this week's episode, we wanted to take some time to talk with someone who have looked up to for many years, Luis Garcia. Luis is an APP board member and piercer at Noko Oitiki Tattoo in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. He has been an experienced veteran of the piercing industry since the 1990s and has helped teach and develop piercing techniques that are used by many people. He's well known for his amazing ear projects and willingness to help other professionals in the industry. His recent success with his YouTube channel has been a refreshing take on what many piercers view as a negative for the industry. His videos show properly done piercings and proper techniques. While in the past, piercing videos have caused anxiety in clients and mostly been done by improperly trained individuals or just to show the worst our industry has to offer. Listen in as we discuss how visual media can positively reach clients, a reminder of where modern piercing came from, and how to handle difficult customers. Santa Cruz, California for the Adam and Shelby Smidgen's wedding. And I'm here with Luis Garcia. And uh, we're going to talk to you about some stuff today. So Luis, for our listeners, why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Luis Garcia. I'm a body piercer. I've been piercing for way too long. Reaching 30 years now. And I work at Nokoi Tiki Tattoo and Piercing in Philadelphia. And I'm also currently on the board of directors for the Association of Professional Piercers. I'm the international liaison, and I like to do cool ear stuff and service piercings. I teach seminars for piercers. I teach all over the world. I teach for the Association of Professional Piercers here in the States, uh, the Latino American Body Piercing Association in South America. I've taught for the UK Association of Professional Piercers, BMXNet in Germany. I uh, just taught recently in Brazil uh, for the GEP conference there. Uh, I've taught in Italy for the Italian organizations. I've taught uh, all over. I really, really have a passion for piercing. And as opposed to owning a studio, which I have zero desire to own my own studio, um, I do like the education aspect of stuff. So I do want to keep pushing for uh, continuing education for piercers because there's always new stuff to learn. Yep. So... We have heard you quite a few times, whether it be at uh, the Association of Professional Piercers Conference or via other podcasts and things like that. So one of the things that I want to talk about is you are actually experiencing quite a bit of growth through another form of media that typically piercers consider sometimes even to be a bane for us, which is YouTube. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how... That adventure has started, has been for you, but also uh, the pros and the cons to that type of thing. I initially, I think it was four years ago, I, I uploaded a DOF video. I, I even forget the reason why I did it at that point. Uh, but for years, you'd look at YouTube, and at first it was 
oh, let's look at this. You go and you search for piercings, and almost all of the videos, if not at that point, all the videos were just straight up tragedies. It was, and at first it's like, oh, ha, ha, look at this, look at this idiot doing this in nasalang with an eight needle on a dirty mattress in, in a trailer park. And then after seeing so many things like that, so many horrible piercing jobs, so many ridiculous screaming clients, it, it, it just dawned on me that this is actually bad. This isn't funny anymore. And it started to dawn on me actually even more because clients would come in and like, oh, I'm really scared. I watch all these YouTube videos. Honestly, I hear that nine out of 10 times. 90% of clients come in saying that. So this is like, and for anyone listening out there, I know that's probably mostly piercers that listen to this, but hopefully some clients also listen to this. Like, don't pay attention to those videos because most of them are crap. Uh, watch my videos. And then other people, Ryan who let up, uploads videos, I believe, as well. Right. Um, and there's probably other decent piercers out there. So, you know, don't let that scare you. And to the piercers that are uploading this, or even clients, like, you know, uh, sorry, but you upload these things and think it's funny to share, and you're actually scaring people. So you're making people feel scared and shitty and making their experience poor because you think it's funny to share these things. And while we all like to look at gross and silly stuff, well, you know, almost everybody loves jackass and see people mess themselves up. But in something like this, it definitely is really counterproductive to us in the industry. And when piercers are doing it and clients are doing it, it just gets really frustrating. So that's why once I started hearing that more, I was like, I should really upload more stuff to YouTube. So I started, and it's, it's an interesting little ride. I'm really just starting the big wave of it just because I started to try and upload more often, more often being more than once a year. And then I uploaded... And I would get some views, you know, maybe a couple thousand. And then I uploaded a video of a floating industrial, which has got like, I think close to 300,000 views at this point. But even with that, like, I'm always open and honest with, with the way that I work and, and what I think is important. And, you know, like, on a client side, yeah, they're scared of blood. A little drop of blood and they think they're dying. Sometimes you're going to do stuff and the stuff that I really find interesting that's more intricate, sometimes it's going to bleed. Bleeding happens. So that's what's honestly gotten the most views is what people consider freaky. They see this blood. And the shock value. Yeah. And, and it's just, it, it's, it, it's kind of annoying sometimes. I would say so the pros are, the pros that I feel are your, I want to show a good procedure, what I feel is a good procedure. And my techniques are, you know, probably definitely different than other people's. Um, and I am pretty old school in a lot of the way that I do certain things, but I'm trying to show people that it doesn't need to be scary. It doesn't. There's no screaming clients on my video. They might grunt. They might like make a face. But that's going to happen. We're shoving a needle through your body. It's not going to be a painless experience for everyone. And sometimes it might hurt a little bit, but that's what you, you, you should know this going into it. Like, really, this is, this is common sense. Right. So the pros are you're getting good information out there. You're seeing good experiences, good finished products that aren't looking horrific and terrible. Because I'll show the procedure and yes, there might be some bleeding or whatever, but then I clean it up and show a video of the finished product. And then I also usually put a picture at the end during the credits, like a nice, good quality picture so they can see the finished product looking decent. Yeah, the ear's going to be a little bit red. It's a fresh freaking piercing. If you bump your arm, you're going to get a little red mark, like such as the white. People just have a tendency to freak out. The downside is honestly just... Yeah, I'm just going to say, I'm one person dealing with idiots. Like, yeah. people who feel that, like, because it's the internet and, and everyone is entitled to their opinion, but you know what? Like, and here's the thing, and, and what I do try and keep up on is I respond to, I respond to yeah, almost you're very every single comment. On your YouTube I, I try and respond to every single comment. I've actually started to do a lesson just deleting the shitty ones because at this point, I'm really just reiterating myself and pointing out how stupid people are. Like, they're right. making ignorant comments. I have another one that has a lot of views. 
I think maybe 25,000 views, and it's uh, me piercing one of my co-workers' bridges. And, and, I mean, guys, and I say this as a guy, now, granted, I'm a gay guy, but, you know, you just gotta, you guys just look like morons being like, she's hot, or, oh, I want to jizz on her face. Like, freaking really, dude, because you know what? You've probably, you've probably never jizzed on anyone's face, and you're never going to jizz on anyone's face, because you said that. Grow up. Like, I get that the internet, you have this anonymity, you can say all this stuff. You guys are just a bunch of fucking buffoons, really, making these comments, like, or, oh, oh my god, that sound, or, oh, so much blood. My advice to you, I know the comment thread might seem long, read all of them before you comment, because you just make yourself look even dumber when you say the same thing that I've already responded to. Pay attention to, pay attention to the video. You're watching the video? Pay attention to it. Hundreds of times someone asks me where I work. It's in the video. It's in the credits. Right. Like, these videos aren't super long. It's in the credits. You and, and at this point, my response to them is go to, and I go to the timestamp, and I say what time it is. Your answer is there. I'm not going to give it to you easy because you guys are lazy. Like, the answers are there really easy in right. what you were watching. Like, it, that's what's the frustrating part because, and these days it's different because everyone has their phones and the internet. It, it's, it's, people think it's like some kind of a requirement or like a, a, a a right that they have, but like you take it to for granted and, and you just, it's like the dumbing down of everyone. It's like, instead of Googling something yourself, people are like, Oh, uh, what is this? And so, yeah, it's, it's, I've spoken about it a lot and it's one of the things that I'm like super interested in learning about, but Google syndrome, like you expect an answer right away with minimal amount of work. So like, instead of just taking the time to learn new information or like try to find it, you're just like, I need it, give it to me, that's what I expect now. But here's the thing, it's the same amount of time. Same amount of time. And the time yeah. that it took for you to make that post or that comment, you could have you're going to type that shit into Google. Yep. I love, let me Google that for that you. That is one of my thing, But the sad thing is, is that people don't get it anymore. They're just like, oh, thanks. And I mean, and maybe that's good that they get, that they don't get that I'm telling them they're a moron. And, and you know what, people can hate me for this, but seriously, like, get a grip, like, get some common sense, get a grip on your life, like you will be screwed if, you know, something happens and you don't have that connection. You won't be able to function and figure things out on your own. And that's, you know, I try and put that information out there. And actually, that's my thought, like, anymore. Like, now, I've recorded a couple of videos that I haven't had time to edit. And I actually right. now, like, just because I'm really tired of the commentary, and I know this will probably make people comment more because that's how uh, you weeaboos on the internet work. Uh, it's, or trolls or whatever. I'm going to start to put like a little short comment at the beginning of myself saying, okay, I'm going to be doing this and this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, and just to explain stuff and people are still going to make comments, but you try and hopefully diminish it. Cause it's just honestly, in the end, it's distracting to the point of it and trying to get good information out there. And don't get me wrong. Like I get way more positive comments than negative ones, but I really wanted to try and be responsive. But now, you know, bordering, I think I only have, I don't know, maybe like 5,000 subscribers. So it's not, not, in, in YouTube channels, that's infinite testing. Yeah, it's tiny. Right. But, you know, I do want to grow this more, and, and it's it's really just to get out information and try and show people that piercings can be a good experience, That and to have access for piercers that maybe can't go to conference to get a little bit of a video. So what I usually do is put, a lot of times it's just videos that I've used in classes that I've taught, just kind of retiring them, in a sense, by putting them on there for, for public view, as opposed to people paying for my seminars and trying right. to keep newer stuff for people that come to my seminars or go to like classes at APP when they're paying money for it. But yeah, I don't, it, it's the, the, that's the biggest con is just dealing with, which I mean, in anything on the internet, because anymore I notice it on Facebook and everything, it's just like, man, what is wrong with you people? Like, did you really ask that question? Did you really ask that question? But yeah, you did because you don't understand how life in the world works. 
So it, it's, I don't know, that's the most frustrating part. It, it, it's reaffirmation that people won't take the time or don't have the courtesy to pay attention to things. And that's really the thing, they don't pay attention. I can definitely see that being a problem. Even when it comes to piercing, people are like, so how do I, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you anything in the room because if I tell you anything in here, when you take one step out, you're going to completely forget it all. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to change the environment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's worked a little bit, but yeah, like going back to the Google syndrome, like a lot of people don't retain information anymore mm-hmm. because they can just simply take two seconds, like hit it up and then mm-hmm. automatically get it. Mm-hmm. So it is like a huge like pain in the butt. Yeah. So with you, of course, doing any sort of video type thing or anything that becomes popular, you do get people that try to mimic the same exact thing. Do you think people trying to create videos in a sense, well, I'm going to rephrase it. People trying to make videos like you do now is, would be a positive or a negative thing or. I don't, I haven't really seen anyone trying to make videos like how I do now, if I'm honest, like not that I've, not that I've seen. Um, I mean, I think it's a positive in a lot of senses. Like you can't, I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, Oh, you stole my idea. It's freaking YouTube. People upload videos every day of all kinds of stuff and all kinds of how-tos and this and that. So I think it's definitely, uh, if they're doing it like how I do it, try to show a good experience with good information, then I think that's a pro for sure. And I wish more piercers did that in a lot of ways because there's still, there's just so, man, there's so many tragedies. It's like, it's a lot of, it's so bad. Yeah, I'm going for cool kid points, not I'm trying to go to inform clients. I don't even know if they're going for cool kid points. They just don't have a grip. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, it's like they're completely ignorant, which I get because you encounter, I've encountered it over time, even at conference where you, these people think they're amazing at what they do. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel good about getting something right, but I'm watching them. Like, I've seen videos of surface anchors being done, and it's taking 10 minutes to pop one surface anchor yeah. in, and all they need to do on watching this video is turn, t- use a different tool or turn at a different angle, and they get it in. So it's like, I'd rather see these good videos of people showing good stuff and, and have less. You're always going to have the train wrecks. People love a train wreck. They love it. That's why stuff like... Rotten.com is probably still yeah. around and stuff like that. But people love a trailer. I love a trailer. I just saw a trailer for a, a new Jackass-style show that MTV's bringing back. And you know what? Admittedly, yeah, I totally want to see people smashing themselves in the nuts <laughs> for giggles. I get it. But, like, the more that there's good out there, I think if someone else wanted to start doing it, go for it. You know, it's just... It, it's not easy. It's time-consuming. You know, that's my biggest thing now is, like, trying to make content, you know, and I'm also not just wanting to do piercing videos, I want to try and do piercer interviews, which I know won't be a big hit with the normal public, because they really don't care about that stuff. I did a little, I did a, I call it piercing real talk, and that's what those segments will probably be called, um, trying to do interviews with piercers and talking about piercer things um, that also clients could get into, but like that has like so little views, because people don't care about that. They literally just want to see piercings being done. Like, right. And, and, and I get it. But it's like if they just took the time to like watch a couple. I don't know. I just feel like they could probably get a lot more understanding if if they wanted to, and that's the problem. I think people don't want to understand, you know. Yeah, there are definitely multiple different types of clients. I always refer to uh, them as super fans, like people who are super into enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and want to like hear everything about it, which is great because those people are going to explain to their friends the whole thing. True, but those are the minority anymore. You know, I exactly. come from I come from a time, and it's funny because. Younger piercers don't get it because they don't remember that time. They were never run out of time. I mean, when I first started piercing, all clients, your clients were either enthusiasts or perverts, which right. were a kind of enthusiast. And not in a bad way, but that's where modern piercing came from. You know, it, it's funny, uh, on, on a side note that I do like to point out, like, so much 
closed-mindedness and homophobia that comes in our industry these days. You know, to any piercers out there, or any people that think they feel like they love piercings out there, and you're a homophobe, like, you have the shit that you have on your body, the shit that you pay your bills with, comes from faggots. It comes from gay people. So, like, it's just, uh, it's something that I like to point out so they understand where it's coming from. Like, that's modern. Yes, piercing has been around on an anthropological level for forever, but modern piercing, the piercing studio, that came out of the gay leather community. Right. And and people forget about that or they never knew about that. So it's stuff like that that I like to point out to, like, keep that aspect in their mind because it's just really funny over the years, especially since I've not... I guess outwardly gay unless you get a few cocktails in me and I'm around the right people and I do get a little a little fruity but you know I'll be talking to someone and say blah 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 and I'll mention my husband and be like what you're gay and I'm like yeah and they're like and they, they're like their mind is blown because they followed me for years they didn't realize this they've even taken my classes and they didn't realize this and it hits them and like they stop because it's like they, they they're having a hard time rec- reconciling the fact that they like me but now I'm something they don't particularly like, and I've totally yeah. been. I've been at conference, and someone says that, and I'm just like, you do realize that you pay your bills with fat money, with gay people money, like that. You're lining your pockets with money that came from perverts and gay people. So it's back in the day, those were our clients, um, and there were a lot of enthusiasts that were on BME and stuff. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked. No, no, you're fine. I pulled the Dave Vedra, but <laughs> we. Uh, that was those. Now, piercing is an accessory. And that is a part that it's frustrating for me sometimes. I, I try not to let it bother me because I have to remember that it's different. So you get someone who they don't want to hear you. They don't want to listen to your explanation of stuff. And I'm not someone who over explains. I understand attention span, and that's how I try and train our panel people. I'm like, pay attention to them, look at them. You can tell, I can tell you exactly where you lost them. Because their eyes started to wander, they went down to their phone, started looking at the flashes, started looking at the painting. Because you tried to use words that were too big, you're trying to sound smart. And I'm not saying that people are dumb, but different people are going to know different things. And you can't expect, these days, you can't expect a client to know what the hell you're talking about. There are some things that I'll just throw out there that might make people mad. So, and this falls back into, it kind of is the same syndrome that we talked about with the Google syndrome. Yep. So, I can't tell you how many times a day, which I'm sure you know as a piercer, Someone comes in, how much is it? How much is it for a nose piercing? It's this much if you do it with a ring, it's this much if you do it with a stud, it's this much if you do it with a gemstone stud. What, what do you mean ring? What's a ring? I'm sorry, y'all. You fucking know what a ring is. You're wearing one on your finger. Stop playing dumb. Stop letting yourself be dumb. Because you made yourself dumb. You know what a ring is. Oh, Oh, what kind of studs do you have? Well, we have a plain one that's a flat disc. We have a plain one that's a dome. We have a plain one that's a ball. What do you mean ball? I don't understand. Bitch, you know what a fucking ball is. You know what a ball is. You done played with them when you were little. Playing catch. Your kid probably plays catch with a ball. Come on. You know what it is. I'll give you the dome, maybe, since even piercers keep saying half dome. That would be a wedge, not a dome. But... Like, you know what a disc is. You know what a disc is. This is not... Do not look at me like I'm speaking calculus to you. It's normal words, normal shapes. And that's, like... It's just really frustrating because I really feel that people have let themselves go. They allow themselves to be stupid. You don't need to have a college degree to know what a ball is. You know? A three-year-old knows what a ball is. A dog knows what a ball is. Come on. So... You have to try and bear that in mind. But even still then, like sometimes I'll just still like a ring ball and I, I literally, what do you mean ring? And I'm like, you know what a ring is, ring, round, ring. You know what a ball is, ball, round, ball. 
you know what it is. Come on. And that's exactly what I tell them. In Philly, and at least with me, I don't know. I have good luck. A, a lot of people don't receive that poorly. So every now and again they do. But Philly's a very in-your-face blunt town. Right. So, and that's like, Pierce just don't realize that. And even like, I've had counter people, and they're like, blah, blah, blah. And they start talking, and afterwards I pull them aside, I'm like, you wasted so much time. They didn't get any of that. And I get that you're trying to give them information, but you have to give them information in an easy way to digest. And that's how I teach my classes for piercers. Like, I'm trying to make it as easy to comprehend. People look at my industrial stuff, that I do crazy industrial stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't even do that. It's so complex. And I'm like, okay, I get that it's complex, and in one sense it is, but it doesn't have to be if you let yourself think in the right way. And all of life is like that, really. Like, honestly, advice for life stuff isn't that difficult if you don't let it be difficult. If you right. just allow yourself to process it in the right way, or it's presented in the right way. Right, yeah. Making it just like, I always refer to the, I know it's gross, but I use the term digestible. So, like, when you're talking, to, yeah, yeah. When you're talking to somebody and you like see them start to drift out, mm-hmm. like reel them back in, like move, mm-hmm. like use your hands, and exactly. like our listeners, exactly. yeah, our listeners can't see it, but like when Luis says, "Hey, ball," he's making the shape of his hands. Yeah. I do the same exact thing. I'm like, "This looks like this." I'm like, because I'm giving them a visual aid, yeah, and we know that that works. That helps, yeah. And I'm just, I mean, I naturally talk with my hands. I'm Cuban, or whatever, yep. like, like. I'm a big guy, so they're like waving in the air all the time. So So it's, and yeah, it's true. It has to be presented in a a digestible way. Like, sure, could could the other end do a little bit more part to be more understanding and and understand these concepts? Sure, but the, it's what frustrates me when I deal with these people is that I'm already putting it, like, I can't put it on any easier level to digest down anymore. We're using simple words, like, it's, 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 it's just, and, and it's not that I don't want to show them, but it's like, like, you know what I'm talking about. You know what a gemstone is. You're wearing them on your fingers. Like, it's not even like using different words. It's like, come on, you know this. Like, you know what these words are. Work with me here. Like, come on. Like, and I've had a couple of people get mad at it. It's like, you can get mad, you can go. I am fine. If someone walks out of my store, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Like, I'm not saying I want everyone to do that. Don't get me wrong. i got to pay the bills. But, you know, it, it's not, not everywhere. The services that we provide are not a right. They're a luxury. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not something that you need to live, no matter how you make it in your head. So, you know, we're going to work on all rules. We're also piercing studios. We're not corporate. There's a couple of probably, like, chains that you can refer to in a corporate way. Right. But we're not. And the customer, one of the single worst phrases, and at this point my opinion is made on this, is the customer is always right. No, you're fucking not. No, you're not. The customer is not always right. You can't expect to go into a small business and demand what you want. That's not how life works. You can't go out in the world. You, right now, every motherfucker in Florida can't go outside and demand that Irma turn around. That's not how life works. And as humanity, we have made ourselves unfit in a lot of ways to survive things because everything's so given to us so easily. You know, sometimes people come in and like, you know, the worst thing someone can tell me in my store I always get what I want. Nope. Not today, girl. Not today. Just because you said that, not today. Because that's not how we work. And I was already going to say no because you don't have your ID. You smell like the floor of a bar. You've clearly been drinking. You can't stand up. You were rude to a customer. You were rude to another customer in the store. You were rude to one of our employees. I'm not going to handle that. You will not be rude. People can be rude to me a little bit and I can handle it. Don't be rude to one of the other employees, especially not a receptionist and counter people. I will come. I can hear everything because it's amazing. We have a two-story studio and the piercings on the first floor. I can hear everything that goes down, goes on downstairs, and it's really hilarious because I can. I'll hear them, 
being really crappy to our counter people, and then I come down the stairs, and their attitude changes immediately. They don't even know me. They've never met me. I don't know if it's the way that I carry myself, or they thought that they could get away with it, and they'll be like, oh, well, well. I'm like, I'll point it out. Be like, interesting. You seem to have a much better attitude than what I heard. What do you mean? You were here. I was like, oh, no. I heard everything. I didn't hear everything from upstairs. I've literally had to, I, there have been a couple times where I've had to stop a Pearson, and even the client, and the client was 100% understanding. The client, clients have looked at me while I'm Pearson, and they can hear nonsense going on downstairs. I'm like, what is wrong with that person? I'm like, I don't know, but do you mind if I go find out? Are you cool? I'm like, no, yeah, it's cool. And I go down, I'm like, get out. Leave. You can leave, because I heard everything you said, and there's no reason for you to be shitty to my coworker at all. Like, this is not your day. Please go. So, well, I'm going to go somewhere else. Like, cool, bye. There's, there's a couple places right around the corner. Go down the street to one shop. Go around the corner to the other shop. See ya. And they sit there and stare because they expect you to be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Bye. I don't need your money. It, it, because you're going to be, I'm not going to reward. Because that's the thing. It's a reward. If you want to experience with us, that's a reward. That's not a right. Like, you're getting that because you were cool to us. And I like it when customers are cool with us. And it's not a specific type of person. Every kind of person can be a shit human being. You know, and that's, I don't know, it's just anyone, customer service has taken too much of a of an obsessive term, all these Yelp reviews where people will threaten you with a bad Yelp review. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's really funny. It, you know, if you look at all the other reviews, you'll see clearly there's a review that points out in your, I look at reviews for places, if I'm going to a restaurant, I look at reviews, and it's like five stars, five stars, five stars, here's this one star and you read it, and you're like, that's a difficult person. You can tell. You read all these other reviews. They're saying good stuff. Almost always about the same thing. Like, this dish is great. This dish is delicious. This person was great. Go to a hair salon. This person come out here really great. And you can tell this person was just really difficult. It's either a really short, angry thing where they can't even say what they got done. And, and that's the dish. We've developed this culture where people are so entitled. And I know that's like a hot word now. But they think that they deserve rewards because I don't even know why they think like... Because they're breeding. Exactly. And no, no, congratulations. Actually, you, I won't say it, that's bad. Um, <laughs> like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the other thing, too, is, like, producers <laughs> in general, we panic when we see, like, a negative Google review or, like, a Yelp review or anything like that. But when you look at the people who leave you the one-star review that just had a nightmare time that you just could not make happy, and you click their name, and you look at it, and there's just, like, 15 other one-star reviews, be like... Okay, that wasn't you that day. That was just a person. That's just that person. Yeah, that's just that person. You know, and the funny thing is they always go on Yelp and they just do that one review. That's going to get filtered. Because I've literally had people be like, if you don't give me this, I'm going to give you a bad review. Cool. All right, I'll expect it. You know, don't threaten me with that. Like, I'm not scared of that because you should not be rewarded for being a shitty human being. Like, unfortunately, the, the way society has become already rewards people for being shitty the, shit, the people who have the most money are usually the shittiest people. Right. You know? And yeah, I mean, I'm not saying all of them, but it's a trend. So I'm not going to help feed into that. It, it, there's no reason that they should have that luxury because it's a luxury. And what we do is a luxury item. No, one, no one's going to die yeah. if they don't get their fucking nipple pierced or their belly button piercing. Or like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's ridiculous to me sometimes how people... They don't even realize they're doing it. And I'll point it out. I, I'm not, I'll be like, I'll, I'll be like, all right, well, it seems like you're having a bad day. I'm sorry that you're having a bad day, but there's no reason to talk to me like that. And I'll say it just like that. I, I try not to get angry. And I, every now and again, I get angry. I've gotten better as I've gotten older. There's only been once, I think, in the last, like, maybe eight years that I legit, actually, yeah, that's once I, I snapped. Oh, man. I snapped. I snapped. This woman growled at me. She, literally, like, a wild animal. <laughs> she growled at me because uh, we had to photocopy her ID, and then she got mad about the price. She growled at me like a wild animal, and I was like, 
In my head, it was like a split second thought. This bitch did not just fucking growl at me, and I just snapped. I just, I straight up snapped and definitely crossed the line. Didn't get a bad review for that. I expected it, and then I'm getting it. Um, too busy growling to get on the computer. But, like, it, I try and keep it just like that. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. That you, I don't know. Are you having a bad day or something? But there's really no reason to talk to me like that. And you're not going to. So we can start this over. We can start this over again by you correcting yourself. Or you can leave. And, you know, you can refuse to leave, too. We can call the cops. The cops know us in the neighborhood. You can stay where you want. We have video cameras. We have everything. And, you know, and it's... And I think it would do well to... I think we all suffer like we have a bad experience. So like, I can't believe that was so crappy. And I mean, I'll even do that too in my head. And I'm like, you know, maybe they were just having a bad day. Now, if you go to the same place a bunch of times and have a bad experience, then okay, maybe That's it's different. a place. But like, I mean, uh, I remember one time this woman came in and was showing her jewelry and literally she took a tray of threaded ends, old threaded ends. Oh, and she's like, I don't like any of this shit. Grabbed the whole tray and threw it over her shoulder. She threw a tray of gold threaded ends over her shoulder, and she thought that was perfectly fucking fine. And I was like, I was like, did you just do that? I was like, get out. I was like, get out. She's like, I'm not done. I'm gonna buy something. I was like, you're not buying anything. I was like, I should make you pay for all these ends that I'm not even sure I'm gonna find it. I was like, I don't know where you, who you think you are or where you are from, but you were raised like trash, and you're gonna get out of my store. And she refused to get out. I had to call the cops, and while waiting for the cops, I still kept taking customers. So I was like, she can stay there. She sat down and refused to move. I brought up customers and kept working on them, and every time I walked by her, because I had to walk by her, I'd come show customers jewelry. The seating area is in between the jewelry case and the piercing room. She kicked my leg to try and trip me every single time. Holy Three clients in between. The cop finally shows up, and it was one of the cops that I know from the area, and she literally was like... She was like, he kicked me, he hit me, and I had a client, she was like, no, she's lying, I saw her, she kept trying to kick him, and she's refused to leave, and she's been really nasty the whole time. The client set up for me, and I was like, I have surveillance, and I, I have surveillance, I can pull it up on my phone right now, I can show you what happened. And he looks at her, and he's like, man, do you want to change your story before I look at the surveillance video? So I'm gonna look at the surveillance video. Do you want to change your story? She's like, no, he kicked me, like, this is the level of delusion. Yeah, and I pulled it up, and he's like, "All right, go." And then she made the mistake of calling him a dirty spit because he was a Puerto Rican, okay. and then it was done. And he hauled her away. Like that was the level of psychosis. But there's so many more people like this, and that's the thing. Like, like what everyone needs to keep in mind is that everyone's going to have a bad day sometimes, but there's no reason to be shitty on purpose. And this is me saying that it's no secret to the people who know me that I do enjoy putting people in their place. But like, come on, there's a level to it. I think. Yeah, I. I mean, I live by. By a very simple way, and that's like, just don't don't be an asshole. It's really not that hard to be a decent human being, and yeah. like making other people feel bad is terrible. Like, but that's a terrible way to live your life. It's a terrible way to like build yourself up. Like, I just think it's awful. And I think what I've taken from like all of these stories and things like that is you're not like talking negatively to people. You're using simple terms to explain things. And then it's just like people who are just, just being blunt. I'm yeah. just going to be blunt. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's no secret to people who know me that I'm a blunt person. I don't walk on eggshells. Life, <laughs> it's Life. it's very it's a lot softer now than like what it used to be. Like you got to be like really careful about saying certain things or like offending certain people. Like yeah, I mean, there's aspects of it like that. There's some things that obviously you guys don't want to yeah, say. Yeah, no. Um, but you know what? Like sometimes you need to hear bad things. Like that's life. Life is not all, like, ice cream sundaes and fucking, uh, you know, unicorns. Like, 
It's a, we wish it was. I wish it was. I mean, clearly we're both fat guys. So we both would enjoy a life like that. And unicorns are pretty fucking cool. But, like, it, life isn't like that. So people need to stop expecting it. We've been lucky that we've got, you know, that, that our society, at least where we live, is good like that. Now, that's the thing. I've traveled around the world, so I get the difference. And I learn to appreciate that I have these good things. But they aren't a right. Like, they, they aren't a right at all. Like, it's lucky. And I've worked for, I've worked hard for where I'm at and what I have. You know, there's a certain amount of work, but people just get things too easily and they just don't want to be accepting of other things. But at the same time, people need to hear, they need to hear the truth. And I'm not, that's not my friends. I would rather have less friends that can deal with me and deal with bluntness. And I want them to be blunt. If Luis smells, please tell me, hey, you need to brush your teeth. You need, you need a mint. Um, yo, dude, like, you need to go wash your armpits. You stink. Like, that's the kind of friend that I want. Like, or, 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 I don't want. If I'm wearing something and I look a fool, please tell me. Like, maybe we're going to change that. Louise, that is not good. Your moves are showing, you know, and that's not what you're trying to go for. Right, please yeah. be honest. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie to someone. That's the thing. Like, I'll look at someone and I'm like, and anymore, I've, I've learned to be careful and just be like, are you sure you want? I'll answer that. But you better be sure. I'm going to tell you. I'm giving you, this is your out to back away now. I'll tell you, but you're going to get upset because <laughs> uh, you ask me a question. I'm going to answer honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't need. I don't have time for lies. Like I don't have time for that. I, I don't live my life like that anymore. No. I, I totally understand. Well, like hence, like the name of the, like the podcast, like Real Talk. Like mm-hmm. I say that all the time. Real Talk. I need you to tell me mm-hmm. how this looks or how this was or yeah. can you be honest with me? Yeah. And I think it's important to get like non candy coated answers. Mm-hmm. We covered a whole bunch of different things that went all over the place, but yeah, I'm really happy that's with what that. happens. We're also, we're, we're, you guys need to bear in mind, we're here for the for the Schmitchen's wedding, for Adam and Shelby getting married. We were up probably way too late yesterday. Very we, true. We, we enjoyed adult beverages and stuff, and, and we probably didn't get very much sleep the night before also because it was the Bachelor and Bachelorette parties. So we're pretty tired, <laughs> um, and I know I'm tired, but I also have had way too much coffee. Um, with sugar in it. So, you know, we're running on, so this is the droning. Running on, on the fumes. Running on fumes. <laughs> Though I do tend to drone anyway. I'm Cuban and gay, so that that mixture just makes makes lots of talking happen. No, but I'm into that because these are the conversations that I think are awesome and because we're two friends and we talk honestly about stuff mm-hmm. and I think all those awesome things come out. Agreed. Cool. So, before I... Uh, close down everything here and Louise sprays me with saline um, I uh, how can our clients find you on YouTube do you have anything that you want to plug are you traveling so, a whole bunch so um, on YouTube you can find me my uh, name on there is Bodmod Cub that's B-O-D-M-O-D-K-U-B so Bodmod like body modification and then Cub because I'm part of the bear community but that's spelled with a K that's K-U-B because I had to be different and I had to be weird. Um, but find me on YouTube as Bob Mod Cub. I'm on Instagram as as at Luis G Piercing. So L U I S G Piercing. Um, uh, stuff I want to plug. Uh, I have my own jewelry line out. It's called Singularity. It's being made. It's my designs being made by uh, Dynamica Jewelry. They're uh, based in Brazil. Um, really nice, humble people. It's distributed by some good friends of mine in Argentina. They approached me about making my own designs, and so we did. I did a jewelry line. So if you're a piercer, uh, help support some new uh, designs that are honestly completely different than anything else for now until I'm sure someone copies it, which I knew was going to happen, so let's <laughs> go for it. That's cool. And they all have um, some names. <laughs> and they all have, and it's nerd stuff. It's all sci-fi names. So 
Uh, yeah, it's called Singularity. It's made by Dynamica Jewelry. So tell your peers, if you're a client, tell your piercers that they should get some of it. You can look at it on my Instagram. It's uh, the images of it on there. I've used a little bit of it too from the pieces that I got. So yeah, check that out. We'll, we'll have all that in the show notes and everything like that. And then hopefully in the upcoming weeks or months, we'll have Luis back so he can talk about how he went from an idea made it into a concept until finally a piece of jewelry. So, For sure. You yeah. can definitely do that. Well, thanks so much. I love thanks you so much. Well. I love you too, buddy. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, guys. That really was a great weekend. The Smidgen's wedding was not only a great chance to see my amazing friends get married, but also to get to see so many people in an industry that I only see typically once a year. We actually got to record this episode in the beautiful Amory Body Arts Studio in Santa Cruz, California. If you're ever in the area, I strongly suggest visiting their studio and seeing all of their beautiful handmade displays and gorgeous jewelry. Thanks to Luis for talking to me during this busy weekend. I really enjoyed talking to him not only in this episode, but throughout our entire friendship. His sheer honesty and years of knowledge always leave me with a new view or things I had never thought of every time we speak. As always, we suggest following our guests on social media. Links to his social media will be in this week's show notes. I would also like to thank our ongoing sponsors of the podcast, Other Couture Jewelry and Goldheart Woodworks. Other Couture's owner, Mike Knight, and his company have just announced an upcoming business tour with another former guest, Colin O. This tour starts on the West Coast very shortly. For more information, make sure to follow his Instagram. Goldheart Woodworks has just expanded their workforce and is shortening their production time every day. I would strongly suggest checking out these pieces and adding them to your cases. Goldheart Woodworks, reinventing the way we showcase fine body jewelry with natural, elegant displays. You can find more information about these companies under the Sponsors tab on our website, realtalkapearsonpodcast.com. Next week's episode is going to focus on an epidemic in our industry that many of us have dealt with before. That would be industry burnout. Our guest, John Joyce, gives us his veteran opinion on this topic. To ask questions, suggest topics, or get more info about your host or today's guest, please visit us at realtalkpiercingpodcast.com. If you have a moment and enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast platform. The views and opinions expressed by the host and guest are their own and do not represent the official position of the Association of Professional Piercers or their places of employment. Music by Broke for Free.